0: Yeah, I think we should, like, outwardly have our shit together. Um, <laughs> but inwardly not. But inwardly not. I mean, <clears throat> when do we ever have our shit together? team Oh, hi, we're recording. <laughs> oh, hey, didn't see you there. I love this outfit. I love this <laughs> outfit. I, I do love this outfit, though. It's Your outfit. My my. I'm, I'm okay. really obsessed with this sweatshirt. I'm okay with this outfit. Justin's wearing a cute, like, neon polaroid color blocking moment. color blocking moment it's very winter like you and I are both winters I I think I'm an all season actually you know you're an all you're a divergent I'm I think just everything looks good on me that's pro, that's one except for yellow true. yellow does not look good on me Ooh, you wouldn't want to go to my friend's birthday party this weekend this isn't interesting so we can cut this but like <laughs> but literally the theme is wear yellow because she's like obsessed with I mean yellow, I'd wear like was, a Pikachu onesie that would be a moment. As a joke. That would be a moment. Yeah. I like yellow. I feel like I used to think I had trouble with orange, but lately I've been wearing it anyway. Orange is like not actually a bad a bad or a hard color. I just think it's like not a color that like a lot of people like. I feel like it became this like cultural thing that like, oh, everyone hates orange. Like orange is the worst color. But it's like, when did we decide that? orange? Is I mean, orange is or at least was the new black for many years. It has. It only recently stopped, stopped being, being Black. <laughs> yeah. Like it only as of like one month ago. Right. Um, Have you watched Benito Skinner dating a Leo? Yes. Oh my god. Of course. Oh, we uh, Didn't? Weren't we together? Oh, were we? Did I show it to you? I can't remember. I felt personally it, attacked. I feel like it came out when we last recorded. Oh yeah, it did. It did. I felt <laughs> personally attacked. It was a real entire time. <laughs> my, I, my new favorite is. Baby, I got you a G-Wagon, and it pans to a car that has her face on it. (laughs) I'm like... That's good. Mood. Big mood. Also, my birthday's in eight months. (laughs) You've probably started planning already, right? (laughs) Speaking of birthdays, speaking of my birthday... (laughs) Speaking of Justin's birthday, which was literally a week ago-ish? July 24th. Yeah. So... Whatever. Last... We're still in Leo season. We're still in Leo season. <clears throat> and it's Justin. It was Justin's birthday. He's 26. Yay, Justin. 28 um, in the state of Pennsylvania. And Still have both of those IDs. In typical fashion, he planned a birthday party. <laughs> and picked a Planned theme. my own birthday party. Planned my own themed birthday party. Because for, I'm trash. For the entire purpose of wearing the work from home outfit that lauren hareggi wears of the fifth harmony video and the party was on july 27th aka 727 aka the day that fifth harmony was founded and the name of their second album for which work from home was the lead single that's exactly right but the party was girl band themes because i didn't want everybody to be tied to like the three iconic fifth harmony videos because like let's be real there's like the one with Normani's blue eye shadow what's besides work from home and worth it to be honest i mean the one with Normani's blue eye shadow is pretty I'm iconic nice for the on. no um um, sledgehammer
1: that oh, one was sledgehammer where they're I all in like the
0: flowy goddess robes and they're hanging oh, on things. oh sure sure but i feel like worth it and work from home i would argue that he like that has a very Okay iconic you're right video. Yeah, he liked that yeah that's very sexy but Thank the gays let he like that fail and shame on all of you shame on all of us we'll be talking more about fifth harmony later because it's my birthday episode so i make the rules it's the one episode where it's not will's birthday it was my birthday last week and also the rest of the year yeah Mm -hmm. um but yes we're celebrating justin's birthday the theme this week is fifth harmony so we'll get into some deep cuts later but first let's talk about the news yeah, so we have we have a lot of news this week. We figured we'd throw more news in. I think it's just, like, a good place to, like... When I've been talking to people about the podcast, we can cut this if we want to, but people mm-hmm. are always, like, oh, so are you going to be talking about, like, pop music news and things like that? Like, that's the yeah. first thing that they think of. Right. So, like, I want to, you know, insert that gif of Kylie Jenner speaking into her phone being, like, I'm going to give the gays everything they want. Um, well, and I feel like they... Like, people are going to be, like, what obviously we're like tastemakers so Mm -hmm. um they're gonna be like what do they think about like for example the fact that old town road has broken now last time we recorded it had tied it has now broken the record for longest consecutive running Running. running. number one single in the country on the billboard hot 100 beating one sweet day by Mariah and Boys to Men. Mariah posted the most iconic picture on I her Instagram. I was just going to me- And the caption <laughs> is like, Caption was like, Congrats, Lil Nas X. Does everyone remember this iconic <laughs> bop by me? One sweet day with Boys to Men. And the like photoshopped picture of her passing the torch to him. And like the I picture of her so is pro- probably from 96. It's oddly like very. Um, like giving, or like it actually was like a cute, sweet post. Mm-hmm. Like, but which it was like like characteristic. But it also most was like Mariah. It was also like TVT to One Sweet Day, which is an iconic jam. Which it actually, is an iconic jam. I hadn't listened to it in so long, and I feel like you know it's an iconic jam, but like. When you think of, like, your fave Mariah songs, like, I don't think anyone's thinking of One Sweet Day. I think, like, moms in the night, mo- like, Maybe. people who were moms in the 90s think of One Sweet Day. Maybe. But even, and even then, even then they're like, like hero. Breaker or hero. My Barry's Boot Camp instructor. <laughs> Basic. I know. <laughs> My, Barry's My Barry's Boot, Barry's boot camp, camp instructor. instructor this uh, bitch. Sh- shout out, Kyle. Um... He played One Sweet Day for, like, the cool down, and I was like, wow, I haven't heard this in so long. But then by the end of it, I was like, this is a great song. When did you have your kombucha? Was it before or after? It was after. Okay. Mm-hmm. As we record our podcast, can yes. you get any more fucking LA? No. Okay. Uh. Anyway, so, yes, Old Town Road has officially surpassed. It is the longest number one in Billboard history, History. And honestly, like, the more time goes on, the more I live for Old Town Road. Like, I legit listened to it on my own the other day, unprompted, and I was like, this song... I've never done that. I will be honest and say I've never listened to it on my own. But I've never been flying on my own with Old Town Road. Um, Shout out to Celine. But I... Yeah, I mean, I think, like, regardless of how you feel about the song, as we discussed last time, it's very... It's a... it, It is a big deal... That this record is now hold, hel- or it, like, is held by a black, queer, male, hip-hop artist. It is. That has a country feature on it, right? Like, that is a, like, in spite of... I love that Billy Ray Cyrus is just, like, riding along with it. Because, like, yes, it's his version that became the bigger hit and, like, maybe arguably... Having Billy Ray helped the song, but I feel like he definitely is like riding on the coattails of it. Like, yeah. who would have ever thought? But I mean, Not my icky, breaky heart. Honestly, not that much. Oh my God. Um, but uh, it's interesting. Like, I feel like we're going to see a big rise of songs that are literally engineered to be like TikTok meme hits because yeah. they will succeed. Um, I was reading this really interesting article about how Spotify is literally changing the way that people make music, um, in order because Spotify has really replaced, um, like radio and things like that in terms of being like where artists are discovered, but also how people make money. Um, right. and the way that Spotify's ro- uh, royalties are set up is that you need to listen to a song for 30 minutes in order, and your song needs to be listened to for 30 seconds, sorry, Before you get paid for 30 minutes. Everybody's releasing 30 minute (laughs) long forms. No. So songs need to be listened to for 30 seconds before they get paid out. So generally people don't skip around in songs. They'll just decide within the first 30 seconds or before that, if they're going to, um, skip a song and also the playlist culture, which our podcast is contributing to this playlist culture, um, where people are more passive music listeners. Well, they'll just make a playlist and then let that playlist run. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was talking about how people, it was a YouTube video, it was a PBS video, I can't remember. Um, shout out to them, it was a, such a cool video. Um, but yeah, I was just talking with um, bands and uh, producers about how like they'll front load the chorus. and So yeah, TikTok is another example of, which I don't think Vine ever got to that level, right? Like, Vine, like TikTok right. is like the second coming of Vine mixed with Musical.ly. Yeah, well, it is musically, basically. Yeah. And I mean, it works similar to Vine, but there's definitely this, like, music component. Like, mm-hmm. almost all the videos and certainly all the, like, trending topics are associated with music. a song. Or, mm-hmm. like, even if they're not, like, they people always put a song behind them. Mm-hmm. They're rarely just, like, people talking. Yeah. You know, speaking of a song fully engineered to be a hit on TikTok, it was just announced <laughs> on Instagram by Megan Thee Stallion. That she will be dropping a song, honestly, finally, called Hot Girl Summer, featuring Nicki Minaj and Ty Dolla Sign, this Friday, August 9th. I am so ready. I'm, I'm really, I'm really excited. I'm debating. I love Megan The Stallion. And me too. Oh my god. I think Nicki's... album slash mixtape? Yeah. Is it an album or a mixtape? I can't remember. Whatever. It's so good. Freak Nasty is like one of my favorite rap songs easily my favorite rap song of like the last couple of years but if not all time like she is so fucking good and i think like people are gonna come for me i'm just gonna say this nikki needs this nikki hasn't really been putting out a lot of songs that i'm like yes this brings me back to like before pink friday Right, and I think, like, she stopped doing the, like, pop rap game and then tried to go back more into, like,
1: rap. this is what
0: I was doing before. This is what I was doing before, and it just didn't capture that magic of her mixtape era when Lil Wayne, you know, discovered her, picked her up. Right. Right, like, she is an incredibly talented and incredibly influential rapper, and I think Megan Thee Stallion is, like, I will also get sh- shaded and sh- shat on for this. Like, I think if you put Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B in a room together, and we're like, which one of you is a better rapper? Like, I do think Megan Thee Stallion is a better rapper. Oh, undoubtedly. And undoubtedly. I, I think, don't even think you'd get shaded for that. I think like, then that's that isn't shade against Cardi B.
1: Right. Cardi B has Bob I mean, after all, bop after Bob. They're all great.
0: Rappers. And I'm not trying to compare black women against one another. Or female rappers against one another. But I think, like, Megan Thee Stallion is kind of what Nicki was at Nicki's prime. Mm -hmm. Or at least she's, like, occupying that kind of a space. And I'm excited to hear them on a track together.
1: Do I wonder uh,
0: what Ty Dolla is doing on a song called Hot Girl Summer? absolutely well she has that quote saying like boys can have a hot girl summer like as long as you're on your bullshit true um true so it's more about the mood i am curious and as we all know ty's track record especially when there's multiple artists (sighs) on the track is pretty solid yes work from home drop Drop that that kitty kitty. uh yes so i have a great feeling i mean i think song psycho yeah true Mm Mm-hmm. I think the association, like Megan and Nikki, I think they'll both benefit because I feel like this song potentially will bring her into like a more mainstream level that Nikki has achieved. Whereas like, if it's a big smash hit that will give Mm -hmm. Nikki the like smash hit that she's been like trying and not quite hitting. Um, I'm very curious where the conception of this song was because I know especially with hip-hop, like you can get shit like written, recorded release like really quick if you want to jump on something so i'm wondering if um like because obviously hot girl summer was kind of her phrase but i wonder if like as it was really picking up steam online if she was like i gotta drop a song called hot girl summer or if maybe it's been in the works for longer than it's even been i think when you have three people on a track it takes a little bit more time and a little bit more um So I wouldn't be surprised if it... Sometimes. But you hear of Charlie being like, let's record. Like, maybe they were talking about recording something together, and then they were like, oh, this should be Hot Girl Summer. It could be something like that. No matter what, I think it's gonna be a hit? Question mark? I feel like it certainly will be a song of the moment, whether that moment is just, like, a couple days or the rest of the year. Yeah. I'm I'm excited. It's too bad it's dropping so late in the summer, just because... Summer's never really over, girl. Well, maybe in LA. I feel like... I was talking about this the other day. I feel like summer literally goes until November 1st. i in... And it's so hot until June, yeah. really. Yeah. I'm into um, that. Anyway, let's move on. We're all excited for that. Um... I think a good place to go next is maybe talking about... Really, none of these news items are an easy transition. Thanks. Um, Since I know you randomly threw this on because you <laughs> you're, you stan your queen, I guess we should talk about musical savant Paris Hilton. Paris, my queen. This I'll is like, let you talk about this. Is, this. I saw <laughs> the listen to the song. This is only vaguely music related, but I just think <laughs> everyone should She dropped it. a song. She did drop a song. Well, it's funny because she was like, this is the launch of my YouTube career. But the video is actually not on, like, her channel. It's on this other channel, which is, like, some, I don't even know what it is. Some things she's working with. I should have researched that better before talking about this. But, um, anyway, Paris Hilton is launching a YouTube channel. Um, that's all. Like, Stay tuned, wh- I guess. What will it be? She also, the song she released is called Lone Wolf with Madden. Madden? Matt. Matt N, who is a woman, DJ producer, singer, rapper, unknown. Like who, <laughs> those are four words. Who the that fuck just... is she? How did she meet Paris Hilton? I mean, she's stunning. They're both just like blonde. Like I mean, yeah, I babes, haven't watched the video, so probably yet, that's so... how they met. But anyway, it actually is a decent song, and the video's dumb as fuck. But like, I'm ready for the YouTube career. But we can move on. Yeah. Um, what else? Oh, everyone was talking about this online. And like, maybe just because she has such fan fervor, but the Norman fucking Rockwell cover. Yeah, Solana Del Rey's new album is called Norman fucking Rockwell. I was going to say, we should have said before all this, like trigger warning. Because I feel like she's so controversial with people. Like, this podcast is hosted by two... Lana fans, yeah, we are pro Lana in this household. So just know that going in, you can skip ahead if you are not a stan. But also, I used to call her Yana, (laughs) which like I'm not even mad about. No, it's so true. (laughs) Um, but like also, pull up. You know the Addy,
1: you know that, etc.,
0: etc. We'll be pulling up to the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. Um, such iconic songs as the nine minute long Venice bitch, which I still, love. which is, which is amazing, um, have preceded the release of this album, which is apparently coming out at some point in time this month. It right. still has not, she still has not put a date on it, I don't think. Did you know Tove is coming out in like yeah. a couple weeks? Uh huh, So the track list says Kylie Minogue featured on it. Yes. Yeah, but I'm anyway, back to Lana. Sorry, yeah. Um lana lana tickets go on sale on friday for anybody interested in the tour we're going to hollywood bowl uh we we are absolutely we we will will be there we will maybe we'll see how like what what seats there are and i will just remind you who was the person that forced you to keep listening to lana del rey that's true i was and now who is the one of us that probably listens to her more it's you very true very true. But I just, how this relationship goes. I just really love... N- Lana's... Not her first album because, like, after after Lizzie Grant, after the era where she actually used her real name... Right. Um, I don't think anyone counts that as, like, a yeah, lot of... But Born to Die was, like, such a, such a milestone album in my life in college when I was, like, a really sad, depressed, angsty, gay college millennial... Um and like video games dropped and that song was everything to me. Um so I really I, I always love I'll always listen to her music and I've really liked a lot of the songs that she's put Mariner's Apartment Complex. I really like that. One. Bitch. Hope is a dangerous thing, etc., et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I Hope is a dangerous the, thing for a woman like me to have, but I have it. but I have yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> that one's okay. I, I actually really When I liked saw it. that it was the closer for the album, I was like, that's exactly what it should be. Yeah. I like um, albums that end on a whisper like that. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. always a strong move, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited for the album. Yeah. Um. Let's move on. Let's what move on to have? other problematic we're... white pop girl, Katy Perry. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> um... Literally, this podcast could just be called Problematic, problematic White Pop, pop Girls. girls. <laughs> um, Let us know, <laughs> slide into our DMs if you think we should change the name. Um, But oh Katy Perry's no. been popping up again. Um, So, like, I had fully written off <laughs> Katy Perry, right? Then... Oh, my God. This is the one... Okay, when you said... <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about Taylor. That's how many <laughs> well, Problematic White Pop Girls... Well wait well, I mean, we're getting to Taylor. We're getting we're getting to we're getting to Queen Becky herself. Um (laughs) Taylor. But um I had fully written off Katy Perry, then never really overcame out, and I was honestly and still am obsessed with the song. But now she's getting back into bad publicity again. Um with, um, this recent lawsuit that she's had, um, with, it was a, uh, she, she, Dr. Luke, who, like, we don't need to literally mention that name ever again, but it's also a defendant on this trial, along with the writing and production staff for Dark Horse, which, um, is probably one of her more well-known hits, especially from the, like, post-California Girls Teenage Dream era, um, were sued by a Christian rapper, um, who said that they copied the song. It's a really interesting lawsuit. Have you listened to the original? Yes, and they don't sound similar. They don't sound similar at all. They don't. Which is why I say, like, I actually think this lawsuit is weirdly, like, making her this sort of, like, victim slash underdog in a way that's making people kind of like rallied for her and be like, this is bullshit. Like, so a jury found her unanimously found, ruled in favor of the original quote unquote artist. The first if you entirely read, deaf jury in US history. Yeah. Incredible. But also if you read the, if you read the legal, like the, all the paperwork, most of the actual suit is like against Katy Perry for like being a pagan witch. And like the song, the original song has been tarnished because it's now associated with witchcraft and all this crap. Well, and you and I talk about all the time like, "Oh my god, doesn't this song sound just like this song?" Mm-hmm. cuz we listen to so much pop that we hear the same and yeah. we're like, and we're good at I think we're both good at like remembering like remember the song from 2009 that wasn't a hit? Like it sounds exactly like that. Yeah, and it does. Whereas, like, and then I was, like, expecting that with this song. I was, like, oh, my God, I'm about to get down to this, like, Christian version of Dark Horse. And then I listened to it, and I was, like, one, it's terrible. Two, it sounds, like, Mm -hmm. vague beat similarity, question mark. But it's, like, if that counts, like, anyone could sue anyone. Right. i think that there's interesting legal precedent when we think about the like robin Thicke blurred lines lawsuit that happened when marvin Gaye's estate sued him i can't remember but it's really interesting because i think at some point it's like is there a sample do people deserve writing credits but this left that field because it's now also being like i don't he this person doesn't want to be associated with the song but wants all the money from the song Anyway, let us know if you think that we're crazy and you think that these two songs do actually sound similar. Um, I personally don't. I feel like there's no fucking way, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but let's move on, although we are staying a little bit on Katy Perry. Yeah, apparently Problematic Becky of the Millennium Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift for her past two albums has done something called Secret Sessions where she invites her biggest fans to one of her 15 houses that she owns in various states and or countries and will give them an advanced screening of the album or an advanced listening of the album. Reports coming out of the first Secret Session for Lover announced that there is a collaboration with selena gomez and Katy perry that is a quote female empowerment anthem end quote i don't know how to feel i am excited for it i mean like as much as excited to like i have and not. so i roll at it i have not liked a single song that taylor swift has put out since delicate hard take honestly like... the person i'm the most excited for on this is fucking selena gomez that says so much coming from you. And that, like, and I do not like Selena Gomez very much, though I stan Revival and you Bad Liar. You stan Or no, what's the one you stan? We don't talk anymore. We don't talk we anymore. We don't talkie talkie anymore. Um, oh I do stan we don't talk anymore. Um, But, yeah, so we'll see what happens there. Um, Just, like, the pure, like, fact that it's three... Stars of that level on one like when has Taylor Swift ever done a song featuring another pop star? She has two songs featuring Ed Sheeran, female pop star. Despite her like Swift Squad of female friends, that is very true. That is actually very true. So it, I think it'll be interesting. I'm. She did you... a song. She featured on a song with Kelly Pickler. Who the fuck is Kelly Country Dickler? American Idol legend Kelly Pickler? Well, and there's the Sugarland song that we stand. But no, yeah. this is like this is different. Like this yeah. is like a song with a woman who is arguably just as famous as her. Two, Two women that are just as yeah yeah. So I, mean, I, agree. I think that will be interesting, and I feel like I mean Selena Gomez when she's on a feature, all her features are fucking jams. It's kind of true. So, talky like, talky, we don't talk anymore. Talky. Um that's all I can really think of. I can't oh, enough. Um uh the one that she did with Zed while they were dating. Uh, I want you to know that it's uh time that, that one? one's a good one. I want you to know that the same as song. Um yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah they're good songs. So I mean, I don't know. I don't I think Lover is about to be Taylor Swift's witness. Like, really, like, nail in her coffin of, like, relevance. Like, here's here's what happened. Katy Perry releases Teenage Dream. Right. That's her 1989. Then, Prism. hmm Reputation. Good. Still good. People are still interested. Then Witness happened. Uh-huh. And I think that's what we're really getting at. And that's not to say that Witness didn't have a few decent songs. Right. Swish, Swish. Hey, Hey, Hey. Eh. I liked Hey, Hey, Hey. I still like Bon Appetit. Sure. <laughs> we'll pretend that that was a um, decent song. No, I think it'll be, I think truly, like, the features, like, the fact that it, I wouldn't care if it were not Selena Gomez and Katy Perry, because I feel like they wouldn't do a bullshit song. Like, No Shade. Fair um,
1: But anyway, enough about
0: them. Taylor Swift is tied with Ariana Grande for the most VMA nominations. They each have 10. Billie Eilish has nine. Lil Nas X has eight. Halsey has six. Sean Mendez has Ugh. five. Camila has four. Camila has four. Cardi has four. J Balvin has four. Jonas Brothers have four. Blah, blah, blah. BTS has four, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. Lots of them have four and three. I'm um, really obsessed with that one Rosalia song. Like, it's in various categories. <laughs> and I'm kind of like, what? Sorry, I just saw that one of the categories she's nominated in is listed as Best New no. Artist Presented by Taco Bell. I mean which I stand. Yeah. Going from the top video of the year, we have a lot, 21 Savage, Bad Guy, Billie Eilish, Thank You, Next, Obvi, Ariana, Sucker by the Jonas Brothers, Old Old Town Town Road Road. remix, um, the video where they go forward in time. There's like so many videos and versions of that song. Not it's not the Area 51 video. (laughs) It's the video with the horse and they're like in the 1800s, and then they're in 2019. Um, and then you and need then to come down. down by Taylor. Honestly, I think, like, if, if Thank You Next doesn't win, this is video. This is the MTV Music Video Awards. Right. So okay, that video. It's not going to be Old Town Road because that's no. about the song. No one cares about that video. I think if it's it's not Ariana, then it's going to be Taylor because her fans are going to vote her to the win. The VMAs are a fan war every year. That's why like artists that normally don't get nominated for and or win Grammys will win a lot of VMAs. So I think of Britney Spears. I think of um, Fifth Harmony, like the only awards they ever won were fan voted awards. Um, Demi, Demi Lovato has won quite a few. And this is again, like, three three sets of queens that I stand nothing against their music or their talent, but um, I think, like, the VMAs function as, along with the American Music Awards, along with a lot of things like that, are, like, very fan base focused. Mm-hmm. And as such, I think, like, really, it's between Ariana, Taylor, and maybe Billie Eilish. Because Billie's fans... Go in for their queen, Billy stands. Go hard. I wouldn't discount, this is an interesting year because I actually think all the videos are contenders, with the possible exception of a lot. Yeah, which is a great video, it is, and a great song. And like, I can see why it was in that group, mm-hmm. and it's very relevant. And if it weren't fan voted, I would say it has a shot, but I just think. Yeah, the fervor for the other artists is so much stronger. Here's the question. Do we think that Thank You, Next, and You Need to Calm Down are going to split votes because they're very similar in their appeal? Being like celebrity cameo powerhouses? I honestly think You Need to Calm Down. Like, you could count that out. I think I agree with you that it's between Bad Guy, Thank You, Next, but I would include Sucker.
1: just because i think everyone's people live
0: for the joe bro revival well and even though that song like all these other songs if you look at them were like memes with the exception of a lot and sucker but sucker was just like so popular for so Mm -hmm. like it still is like it's one of those songs that like everybody it's like almost despacito not quite no Um, it's not on that level but it's like on that like happy level yeah, very, and, like, it will be on the radio for the next, like, until Like, that one J- Justin Timberlake song, Can't yeah. Stop the Feeling. It's, yeah. like, I think of it it's as, like, vibe. the 2019. And people really go hard for the Joe Bros. <laughs> like, they still do. They all came out of hiding. Um, Even Kevin. People go hard for Kevin. Uh, well, I don't um, know if people go hard for Kevin, So but... we'll see how that goes. I would put my money, here's the thing about Bad Guy, I don't think that videos that iconic, I think people love this song. I think but I think like we underestimate the fact that the this song... is a fan based awards thing. So True. like well, stands the... will stand. Yeah. And, and the Billy song... stands. They stand. And that's like of all these artists, Billy and Ari have the teens the most. Maybe Lil Nas X though too. I, I don't think Lil Nas X has like a stan army. True. I think the three that have stan armies are Billy, Ari, and Taylor. Mm Mm-hmm. And Joe Bros. Yeah, but like... I don't think Joe Bros stans are going to be the VMA voting audience. Do we feel like teens are still the ones who vote? Or is it people who voted as teens and now they're in their 20s? Like, do teens care? I think teens care because they like to see their favorites win awards. Yeah, that's probably true. Well, we'll see. It's interesting to me, though like to move down to song of the year that bad guy isn't that because I feel like that to me is more accurate and why is you need to calm down in that list why is the others all completely make sense in my feelings yeah which feels longer ago than a year but I guess not yeah next sucker shallow and old town road honestly I think that one is between shallow and old town road I agree. I think it's fully between Shallow you can, and Old Town Road. You can Road. never count out the Little Monsters. No, You no. can never count out. They are never down for the count. But I think if there were something that, like, okay, like, this truly was the song of this year, it's Old Town Road. But it could be Shallow, Yeah, too. I mean... You could argue yeah, that it's Shallow. Yeah, I think, I mean, Shallow literally won a fucking Oscar. If I were voting, like I, I don't was, like Shallow that much. As we know, my favorite song from A Star Is Born is "Why Did You Do That to Me." But yes, is mine, and anyone with mm-hmm. a sensibility for pop and no. hair, body, face. Yes, um, it's if I were voting, I guess I could vote. Do you? <laughs> when want I to? vote, I I don't really like. I've never voted. I've never I, voted, even when I feel strongly. I'm like, mm, I'm not gonna vote. Um, but were I to vote, I feel like I'd be much more likely to give a vote to Thank You Next for Song of the Year, which I still wouldn't vote for, but, like, to me, I don't know. I I think, I actually think Thank You Next is the song of the entire year. Yeah. Since it has been, like, if we count a year as the day that the VMAs
1: happened last
0: year to the day that they happened this year, Thank You Next culturally has still dominated, I would say, more than or almost or around the same amount that old town road has true but it's just hard to judge that because it just hasn't been out for as long so we'll only know in like eight months how old town road Mm -hmm. is doing but um we'll see i think song of the year will be old town road i think video of the year is more up for grabs i Um, think that i would vote if i had a vote i would vote for thank you next but let's move on we've talked about this already artist of the year is Cardi B, Billie Eilish, Ariana Grande, Halsey, Joe Bros, and Shawn Mendes. Um, Again, these are fan-voted things. I think this will be Billie Eilish. I think this will be Shawn Mendes. Really? Because if you think about it, Shawn Mendes has not only his legion of homosexuals and 14-year-old girls, (laughs) but also all of Camila's fans, since Camila and him are dating— Mm -hmm. they are not nominated in the same category the camelizers which i cannot believe i hate that i hate that so much i was like let's take harmonizers but like add Camila to it Mm -hmm. um the camelizers will vote for sean i guess i just think that i mean maybe i have too much faith i feel like people try to think of like that's the the good idea like people will just vote for the people that they like if britney spears were nominated in this category we would both be voting for i would not vote for britney sorry like i'm a little too pragmatic for that (laughs) i think like i can stand her and still not say that she does not deserve artist of the year yeah but that's not how the minds of most of the people that are voting i think will work we'll see i think people i guess in my mind last year Ariana Grande. You know what we should do? This year, Billie Eilish. Next year, probably, Shawn Mendes, because his album's not out yet. For the rest of the categories, let's just talk about, like, what the fuck are these categories, and how the fuck do things get in one category or the other. Example one, Best New Artist. Billie Eilish, Ocean Eyes came out years ago. I was living in Washington, so at least 2015. Her years ago. Lil Nas X. Well, she just won Best New Artist at the Grammys, though. But her. same, like, weird, like, what is new Yeah, I mean, situation. her, yeah. And I mean, like, I guess with all artists, it's like, of course, they've been singing all their lives yeah. before they become big, but, like, still. Same with Rosalia, has had songs out for the a same, hot minute. Same. Rosalia, I think, is newer. She, she had Nog songs X. out when I was in Washington, too. Ava Max. <laughs> Ava Max is <laughs> actually a new artist, but also, like, <laughs> why is she here? We're gonna get to her in a second, <laughs> because... She has jams. (laughs) But, like, also, who the fuck is she? Best collab. This will be BTS. Yes, this will be BTS entirely. (laughs) Don't even need to name the other nominees. Because BTS will win. Congratulations. Best Pop. Did you even know this Five Seconds of Summer song easier? Because I listened to it and I was like, this is good. So, the number of times that I've heard the song and I've been like, I like this, and I Shazam it, and then I realize it's a five. (laughs) Like, it's happened at least three times in in an Uber. And we up in the same place It's like we're looking for the same thing same thing, yeah we really gotta do this now It doesn't sound like there are other music, yeah. Which I also don't hate I never was a big fan, but like Um, well, that'll be Bad Guy or Thank You next Hip-hop, blah, blah, blah Oh, the one I was gonna talk about is Can we talk about how Best Latin has Uh, Rosalia, who's not Latinx. As well as (laughs) Benny Blanco, the I Can't Get Enough, which I was just talking about Mm -hmm. with Selena Gomez. Like, Benny Blanco, not Latinx, but that one's in best Latin. But yeah, it's got Selena and J Balvin, sure. But then, Taki Taki is in best dance. It also has Selena and Ozuna. And Cardi. And Cardi, True. So like, but that's in Best Dance, when like, arguably, and like, it's like, okay, DJ Snake is French or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, it's not Latin, but like, Benny Blanco is like a white Jewish boy. So like, he's not Latin either. I don't really understand. To me, Takitaki has a more Latin vibe than I can't get enough. Yeah, these categories are all very interestingly decided. let's move on to our favorites. From the last couple weeks, Mm -hmm. my first entry to this, one of my favorite new jams is um, by Canadian pop starlet, Carly Rae. Actually, it's featuring her by Griffin, who I guess is a DJ. Producer. Yeah. producer. don't know her, but it's called OMG, It's a Bop um it's amazing i like dedicated i'm not obsessed with dedicated but i really like omg here's a clip my next one i think i mentioned this artist briefly yeah when we were talking about charlie Last um, time. So, this is an artist who kind of rose with the like YouTube wave of lo fi pop music. Her name is Claro, um, and her new song is called Softly. It's really good. I mean, it's all her songs are very like low fidelity, chill, kind of like perfect homework music. That's kind of the whole idea of this genre, mm-hmm. really lo-fi um, pop beats to study too exactly shout out to I that anime she, girl just working always on her homework the, always in those youtube yep. videos um she is really cute and she has a feature on the new charlie album in september which i think will be interesting i i'm curious to see if Charlie sounds work i feel like charlie is so experimental that i think she chose her because she will, wants to try like a Bedroom poppy vibe, which is so interesting because her music is mostly very jarring. Impressive. So it'll be interesting to hear. I'm excited. I think either way it goes, it'll be a fun collab. Yeah. So here's Softly by Claro. is by my new queen my new legend my new fave and literally I'm probably gonna say this all the time about so many artists but like whatever you really you're really right in this wave I, and a lot of people are for good reason she's I, amazing we are talking about Mabel I love Mabel her new album just dropped um I I had obviously been jamming to "Don't Call Me Up," which is her most popular song. Came out several months ago. Yeah, "Don't Call Me Up" is so good. The album just came out. There are so many jams on it, including some jams that had already been released. But I think she's like packaging them in the album, and I think I hope a lot of them get more airtime, including "Ring Ring," which I love mm-hmm. almost more than. Don't Call Me Up. I love um, Mad Love, which was a promo single for the album. I really love Okay Anxiety Anthem. That's my personal favorite. But your favorite is... Yes, the one um, I am submitting because it is is technically new, unlike those others that we mentioned, is called Selfish Love, which definitely has the same vibes as Don't Call Me Up. Um, I don't know, more personal kind of. Um, Here it is. and um bringing the pace way down kind of back into that claro true i was gonna say I i should have put those together but um the new heim track summer girl just came out and it's very like it's exactly what you think a song called summer girl is gonna sound like yeah it's very but it's not very Heim, or at least it's not in very the way, heim to me either yeah it's like it's a really cool new direction it's almost like haim like listen to a lot of lana it's very or like classics like it's like yeah heim, like spotify pop. sessions yeah mm-hmm. in a way yeah i really like it um here it is girl. Summer girl. And taking it way out of that direction, we have. No way, this song is actually pretty chill. It's sort of. by Ava Max standards. (laughs) So bringing it back to. (laughs) VMA nominee for Best New Artist, Ava Max. So Ava Max, I literally cannot remember she exists. I have sent Will at least three Facebook messages saying, what is an Ava Max? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Um, but... All I remember her by now is her awful yet iconic wig. Which is a side bullet. C- yes. Oh my God. yes. Short on the right. Oh my. Long God. on the left. It is it is really something it is a side. Psych- anyway, this is your song. If you know an Ava Max song, yeah. you it's uh Sweet But Psycho. Sweet but Psycho. Which is a is a fun jam. Her songs are cute. Like She has jammed. We were actually when we were talking about Ava Max when Justin asked me for the third time who she was. What is an Ava Max? <laughs> um we were talking about like these sort of, like, up-and-coming slash sort of, like, forgettable pop girls that you're always, like, who the fuck is she? And then you go to their, you go to their page mm-hmm. and you look through their tracks and you're, like, wait, like, I actually know a lot, a of, lot these of these songs. and I actually like a lot of these. And mm-hmm. she's one of those for me. She has a cute riff on Barbie Girl called Not Your Barbie Girl. Oh, I've and never, never I've heard that one. And it, like, plays with the Barbie Girl. Oh, is it like, like not, a very... not Your Barbie Girl? Like, does it call yeah, it? Yeah, no, it's melody? like, I'm not plastic. Da, na, na, na. Wow. You can't touch me there. I'm not yours to share. Oh, that's kind of cute. Like it's very like. I'm into that. It's cute. It's okay. it's a cute jam. But here is her new song called "Freaking Me Out." <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Leave that part in. Before oh, I'm, I'm, the no I'm leaving. <laughs> 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 awesome um uh, justin what are your faves from yeah the weeks? i left you one that i know you're gonna pick yeah so let's hear it yeah so uh my first song is fuck i'm lonely by love and Anne marie um i low-key maybe high-key at this point have like the strangest crush on love. I was just about to say, listeners, Justin is obsessed with love. Yeah. Um, Even though every single song is some iteration of "I'm sad," hence why <laughs> I stand. I love an emotionally aware. I love my men to be emotionally in in tune. As Nikki once said, I can tell that he's in touch with his feminine side. You know. And um, but anyway, this song is on the soundtrack for 13 Reasons Why Season Three. I have never seen the show. It is too triggering for me. But um I have to say that I have liked quite a few of the songs that have come out of the show. The one Selena song from the first season was really good. Yes. Um and this one is no different. Um I also love Anne Marie. I think she's a very underrated pop queen Um, she's written a lot of bangers for a lot of people. She's also released a lot of bangers herself. Here's a clip of Fuck I'm 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 Lonely. So, my next song... Speaking of artists that um, will introduce me to artists is a um it's a loose term. For, Someone created it for the oh, yeah. legendary Michaela, aka Lil Michaela on Instagram, the digital avatar influencer slash recording artist. So to be clear, this is not a real person. This is sort of like a... But, like, someone sang into a microphone. Oh, yeah. Someone sings, and someone obviously, like, creates Voices her. Voices her. Yeah, she has um, a voice. But yeah. she's sort of this, like, part of this rise of, like, online virtual models that aren't... Mm-hmm. That she's are like easily created. the most famous. She's the most famous, She is yeah. the most well-known of them. You know, Japan has been on this game for a while. You know, like, they have had, like, Hatsune Miku... Um, and like virtual DJs and virtual avatars singing for a while, and I never really thought I'd see the day that America really like went that direction. But then I guess the Gorillas, kind of. Um, well, and even Michaela is a little bit different than Hatsune Miku yeah. because that is like a software that creates her yes. voice. There is no actual human voice mm-hmm. behind it, whereas it sounds like Michaela does I have th- one. I think, yeah, I think she she, she has a lot of one. Well, no, like there are interviews that she does like she was like a Coachella correspondent this year and interviewed artists at Coachella and she did not have a Siri voice right she had like a full human voice in her there was like an actual human being right that was speaking for Michaela so it's very fascinating how they do this but money is a banger um as are a lot of her songs um she did a song with Bauer um hate me yes oh hate me God. is such a bomb. we love hate me um, isn't it the one i sent you that yeah. got you into her yeah and then i like became obsessed with her um so this is money by michaela <laughs> Um, Song number three for me this week is by Swedish pop icon Tove Lo, um, featuring Finnish rising pop starlet Alma. And it is called Bad As The Boys. The two of them have collaborated before on a few projects, I think. Um, They both collaborated with Charlie on two songs. There's Out Of My Head. I think they were both on Out Of My Head Mm -hmm. from Charlie's album. And then there is a Bitches remix, the, the Tove Lo song Bitches. That right. had like Alma, Charlie, Iconopop. This song is off of Tovlo's new album, Disco Kitten, I think is what it's called. I forgot. Which is such an unico- oh, such an iconic name. Um the album It's another album that basically is Vagina. There you have it. <laughs> Which we live for. Which we live for. We stand. Um Tovlo has been one of my favorite singers for a really long time. I had the absolute privilege of seeing her with Will. That Um, was such a good show. With Phoebe Ryan, another underrated queen. I had the absolute pleasure of seeing her at Pride when Will couldn't get in because they oversold wristbands. So I got to rock out. Iconically. (laughs) Iconically rocked out to Love" by myself in a sea full of high schoolers. Um, But "Bad as the Boys is a really great song. Uh, And... Like a bisexual bot. Oh, it is entirely a bisexual bot. Um my fourth song of this week um is Open My Mouth by Kiara. Um I have really loved a lot of Kiara's songs. Um, I almost said low-key loved Kiara, which is funny because that was the name of her first EP. Um, But Kiara, um, she came out with a song called Gold a few years back. And I don't think that there's been like a drastic amount of sonic evolution. I think if you like any of Kiara's older songs, it follows that very signature syncopated spliced up vocals where she'll take a lot like she and or her producers will take um segments of her singing chop them up splice them together and make really interesting riffs and runs um that are kind of unintelligible but interesting sounding um but open my mouth is a really kind of it's a bit more high key than some of the songs off of low key um but uh it's a great song still i don't know if you're a very big PR fan will i liked gold I haven't listened to this yet. Um, it's really good. I really enjoy it. Um, so here's a clip so you can listen to it. My last song is by iconic singer Kiki Palmer and her absolute banger, Twerk and Flirt. Honestly, like, no more commentary required. Yeah. This song is literally everyone's gonna hear this and be like, of course, Justin is obsessed with this song, especially as we spend the next however long talking about the harmony. But Twerk and Flirt is an anthem. Kiki Palmer's great. Um... Yeah. But it don't matter Cause you won't hit this This dance is all that I have for you Work on your body work on your body Work Bottles in my section Getting litty Getting turned. Dance two songs with you Cause I'm friendly and a flirt Tworking on your body work on your body Work And after that on your body, on your I think we need a break Unstoppable Anthem <laughs> We're gonna take a little break <laughs> And when we're back We're gonna play a fun game Yeah I just came to flirt Yeah Go and sit oh. get it. We're, Cheers. we're back from our break. We have some wine. Cheers. Fuck it up. You have a game to play. Yes.
1: yes. As everyone
0: will remember, I demolished Will in our first game. By demolished, I mean I think I got like one more point than you, but I still won. And you also chose much harder words in song association. I tried to have a breath. I should I should have done more of a breath, to be fair. Anyways, um, this time we are going to play... Heads Up, the iconic party game from Ellen. Thank you, Ellen. Thank you, Ellen. Sponsored by Ellen. Um, Ellen, if you want to sponsor us like you did, um, Kaylin, I'm happy to play Heads Up every fucking episode. Yeah, girl, just let us know. Um, but we're going to play Hey Mr. DJ if you're not familiar. Heads Up is a game kind of like Taboo where you're given a word and you have to get your partner to guess that word. We're sitting cross-legged from across across each other on my couch right now. And it's this very, like, Oprah Winfrey interviewing Lindsay Lohan kind of moment. (laughs) What's that? Anyway, what was I saying? If you're not familiar with this game, it's sort of, like, taboo. One person has a word and they have to get the other person to say that word. The each of the um, different like categories have different rules. The rules of Hey Mr. DJ is that you have to sing a song without words, meaning you just hum or sing la la la, and the person has to guess the song from what they're singing. So yet another chance for me to sing poorly and for me to sing poorly. Um, but let's. I do have this. not been doing vocal warm ups. Do you want to? <laughs> um, what's going on? I don't want this. No. Do you want to guess or sing? I'll sing first. Okay. So why don't you just hold it and look? Or should I really do it on my head? Yeah, do it on your head. Okay. Okay, we're starting. I'm holding it on my head. Justin is humming and I'm guessing. Okay. (laughs) I'm shaking. (laughs) Why are you shaking? (laughs) (inaudible) I'm literally, I'm basically singing it. I know. (laughs) (inaudible) um... (inaudible) (inaudible) (食ulo) I'm I'm singing Uh, the entire song. I know, I know. know. Okay, skip it. No, just stop singing for a second because I'm going to remember it. It's work. There you go. Right. And you have ten <laughs> seconds left. Oh, uh, walk with me, baby. No uh yes, yeah, cake by the ocean. Right, right, right. I that is embarrassing. That was cruel. that was embarrassing. Can I do another one? Okay, you can do one. <laughs> i know no i immediately knew it i was just like wait what's the song okay i'm starting now (laughs) i'm not looking in the window okay what Um, i'm trying to think of another part of it um should I just skip it? Da, 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 da. Okay, I'm skipping it. Okay. Unconditionally I can hear me. da. Na, na, ha, ha. Na, na, da that was aggressive. I have no clue what's on this, Okay, you're not gonna know. Da, na, da, da, na, na, na. What? <laughs> what I Oh my god mm. bye 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 or it's gonna, <laughs> it's, gonna be, it's gonna be me. It's gonna be me. It's okay. harder than
1: you think
0: it's gonna be. Yeah. Oh my life would suck without you, Jesus. Yeah. My life would suck. You could have done the entire chorus. <laughs> like well, then I started with the Coming on together now. I would have gotten oh, really? that melody. Once. Well, then I tried the verse and you didn't get that either. And I was like, yeah. Well, yeah, the verse is like. I wouldn't have gotten the verse. The whole thing's generic. Yeah. Like, do we want to try nice. one more time? Yeah, we can each do one more time. Okay. <laughs> because. Yikes. <laughs> it took you 40 seconds to get work. Da na 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 na. Yep. Oh, uh, it's upside uh, down. The ring. Yeah. Don't know. It's that old song. Yeah. Oh, it just na da the Music? Too sexy for my shirt? Close. Oh, close. I'm too sexy. No, 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 no. The new version, like. Oh, Anacond. No. uh Your phone. It. Oh. Yeah. It was like what you made me do. Oh, right. Should I just start over? Yeah, just start over. Okay. I hate alerts like shut it off. I know, that's, so that's annoying. Oh, Da na 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 Sorry, sorry, my sorry. <laughs> oh, damn. Uh 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 uh. I feel like that sounds familiar, but it was "Where Is the Love." Oh, sure. Na 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 Landslide back to na 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 na. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no oh my God. I just wanted you to do, keep going. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, the last one was going to be Poker Face. <laughs> That'd be an easy one. Okay, I got. You did better that time. Yes. I you got, got three. Three. <laughs> I'm doing no, this so I can't no. see the reflection. Okay, sure. I feel like I'm not going to know this. Dun, 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 n- n- Oh. You know? E- I, yeah, but like. It's okay. Yeah. Dun, na, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> bop my hands yeah. in. Yeah, that basically is what I'm doing. Uh, don't know it. Don't know it. I'm Flopping. <laughs> I don't know with the tune of it. da 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 a dun da a dun and da dun and I want to see the nah, Okay, so we both got no, three. We tied. Yeah, and I—that that was a reference. Uh, Black group. Beetle, Margaritaville. Well, we did our best. We tried. Bam. <laughs> Maybe a new game next time. Maybe a different game <laughs> next time. <gasps> uh, that one, I think, I—I I really thought that that would work well with two people because I feel like when there's a lot of people, it's chaos and yeah. you can't hear anyone. But I think. When there's at least a few people, then there's a better chance of someone knowing it yeah. or remembering different parts of it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Here's we your tried. Let's move on to uh, Fifth Harmony, our queens. Yeah, my queens. <laughs> really? Yeah, more your queens. Um. Yay! So, as a shock to nobody, I love Fifth Harmony. I have loved Fifth Harmony since the X Factor. In 2012 true with Britney Spears and Demi Lovato as judges and yeah um Fifth Harmony put in put in a lot of time they put in like a solid six and a half years Camila put in five and a half or five (laughs) I honestly can't believe it was that long It feels shorter than that It was six and a half years. They started in 2012. So yeah, so we're each going to go down the line and we're going to talk about some of our favorite fifth harmony songs that you have not heard. Um, Obviously, you know Work From Home, or you should. If you You haven't heard Work From Home in your life, you've been living under a rock. It's the song where they say the word work like literally 90 times in it. Um, and we're not even including like Worth It and some of their- Basically, any song that was a single, we're not including, so if there was a music video for it, um, yeah, really, if there is a music video for it, we're not including it. This is our first Deep Cuts episode. This was originally going to be a segment on every episode, and we decided to change it to like, we're either going to do a themed playlist or or we're going to do a Deep cut. So this is a Deep Cut, the first time we did a playlist. Um, I think we'll have fun doing both. Yeah. Well, um, let us know how you like this. Like yeah, why don't you playlist. start with your queens? Well, I'm going to start with my second favorite Fifth Harmony song of all time, After Work From Home, because everyone knows that is objectively the best pop song ever written. At the very least, the best girl group song ever written. Um, so my first selection is a bonus track from their first album, Reflection. It is called Going Nowhere it is a very high intensity song all the girls really kind of get get their moment in the sun on the song um the the harmonies on this song are why they were called fifth harmony you know like they actually have harmonies on this song unlike work from home and a lot of their other songs i was gonna say most of their hits um the the last chorus our personal favorite member of fifth harmony lauren horegi goes the fuck off she gets her runs in she gets her time in the sun um which on this first album she really didn't she had the least amount of lines on the first album by like a sizable margin so it's good for any occasion um and it's just like a really fun bop so um here is going nowhere I'm about going nowhere. I, um, I accidentally pulled a muscle once, uh, dancing to the song in the shower. Oh, great. Good for you. <laughs> I fun. love this outfit. It's worth noting, I think, like, we each chose deep cuts to, like, highlight, and I think we tried to get a good variety in there mm-hmm. of, like, what album or era they were from. But I think it's worth noting that, like, reflection is... We could have each picked Deep Cuts from Reflection because like every track is good. That song, that album also never stops. Like there is one ballad we're going to get there in a minute on that album. Every other song is a, at least a mid-tempo jam, if not a full. Like club bank. Speaking of Reflection. Another jam from Reflection that you will love is another kind of like. This song goes the fuck off for, like, no reason. Like, literally nobody, blank, Fifth Harmony, like, releases this song called Top Down, which is, I think, track one of the album. It is. It is the opening song. The the opening song of this this, uh, album. Of their debut album. This banger is called Top Down. It's literally about cruising it's like blaze it up and we'll be cruising cruising with with the the top top down down. it's like the second coming of showstopper it's like yes it is really um, the second coming of showstopper um like girls in the car like cruising hoeing drinking hopefully not the driver um but just like out on the town and they're convertible and like living their lives my personal favorite line is I ain't got a lot of money, but I got a lot of style. Relatable. Which is such a relatable mood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Raise it up and we'll be cruising with the top down. Revit the engine, we'll be cruising once you go down. Dun, 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 <laughs> dun, 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 that... Up and we'll it is so much like showstopper it really is it is the it is the like 2016 answer or 15 answer to showstopper my next song is the one ballad on reflection the one slow moment um it is called we know i think it is objectively the song where you really get to hear each of the five girls voices because it's basically an acapella song um it has like a sparse little drum beat it has like strangely like a, either a I think a, a male singer or at least one of them singing really low doing some doop doo 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 kind of like as like really like the only beat or instrument for the first verse and chorus um it's you know your classic kind of girl group song about like a guy's been cheating on you and we know all about you you know from all the other girls i think shout out to lauren who really carries this song vocally on the chorus she like you really get to hear all of the different parts of her voice in particular that are so incredible her like low raspy tone all of her range um harmonies again are on point on this song um ally in particular goes the fuck off when they sing this song live um, so, watch a few of the live performances. They're also incredible. It shows how talented the five of them are. But here's We Know from Reflection know you. I know it probably worked for you last time. But the mother girls told me how you play your game. Yeah, we know oh all- I think this is the last Reflection song. Yes. We have one more from Reflection, which is... I'm I'm floored this was not ever released as a single. It should absolutely have been a single. Um, This song is called Like Mariah. Mm -hmm. Featuring Tyga. It samples the part of Always Be My Baby where she goes... And that... Section is literally the entire backbeat of the song, start to finish. Yeah, and it's about like singing like Mariah. None of them can quite. No, there are three of them that can hit whistle notes like Mariah. But I mean, I mean, nobody can really sing like Mariah back in the day. The the back closest the is Camila. No, no, the closest is Dinah. Are you kidding? Dinah has objectively the best voice out of all of them. Who sings that part of the bridge? It's like, do 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 do. is like the Camilla? one that's n- Are you sure? Yeah, no, Camila okay. does not have the range girl. We're gonna I'm we're gonna stop and listen. We're to gonna it. stop and listen right now. Ugh. Go to like three yeah. quarters like, It's right after the rap. Dinah. This is Dinah. <laughs> and this part's Dinah too. That's Dinah. That's Dinah too. Yes. Okay work. Slay Dina. No, all Camila was good for was a run and her like she has a very distinctive voice and she can run. Yeah. She got them runs. Dinah is slept on. Sure. Yeah. Uh, anyway, full whistle notes yeah, in she that serves. song. Anyway, my next song is from 727, which is the album with Work From Home. It is actually from the Napster release. <laughs> it is a bonus track that you only got if you downloaded the album on Napster. <laughs> it is really, there are two songs like that. I don't know why they tried to bring back Napster and lump Fifth Harmony into it. Especially since Napster was like a, like wire and got shut down. I'm speechless. Right. So there are two songs, and I I would have put both of them on. Um, the, the one of them is Big Bad Wolf, which is a really just like kind of slower and sexier kind of song. Um, this one is called Voicemail. Voicemail is, <laughs> namely, just like a ridiculous breakup anthem where it's about a guy who is trying to call you up, and you're like, no, thank you. There is an iconic moment where Camila has one of one of the lines from a Fifth Harmony song that we probably have an inside joke about the most, which is, you never seen a booty move like mine do. Oh, my God. That's where this comes from. That's right. And which is why I picked it. Uh, anyway, it's a really, it's just a funny jam. Um, they sang it on tour, and... Um, inexplicably because like no one heard it but it's a real deep cut you like cannot find it anywhere uh except for here you want a deep cuts here they are maybe you want a deep cuts we want a deep cuts <laughs> here they are voice from 727 era this technically breaks our rule about singles and not it wasn't a single it was a promo single that they had a music video for so it doesn't really break the rule and even if it did it's fucking slept on and it's an incredible song yeah. so it's still a deep cut in my opinion and it is right on me this song is like such a perfect like it's that sort of I don't. Not quite a ballad, but it's like a mid tempo. I mean, it's technically a ballad. It's technically it, a ballad, yeah. but it's like that it's sort a of mid-tempo... like tempo. Sort of like "Take a Bow" by Rihanna, or oh, um, it's more ha- it's more happy than that. More happy, but it's like it's that same yeah. tempo of like mm-hmm. it's a ballad, but it's kind of like ooh, like you still kind of like ooh, like you, if it came on at the club, you'd be like yes, it's breezy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, this is your song, but. It, we love this song. Enough said. Here it is. Another song where all of them really get to shine in that last chorus, where but it's just. Especially they- Lauren. Well, Lauren really shines throughout the song.
1: Camila Camila
0: gets to go off also. She always does. But I feel like this is the song to me, like when we talk about Lauren, like this is the one that stands out to me. It's like, oh, you really hear Lauren in this song. Yeah. This and Sosta. Which, speaking of, we are moving on to the uh, post-Camila Cabello era. This album was entirely slept on. For a lot of reasons. They picked... I, okay. It was, a, it was a marketing failure because... I, I argue that it was slept on more than it deserved, but also deserved to be slept on a little bit. But go on. So, like, here's the thing. They didn't pick the best lead single from the album. They tried to recreate work from home. They got... This is Fifth Which... Talk about petty queens naming the first album without Camila Fifth Harmony because it's like hi we are Fifth Harmony she is not um they really tried to recreate work from home and Down is a fun bop it's a fun summary song but it's not you can't capture lightning in a bottle twice in that way you know mm-hmm. it's like when Ariana Grande tried to release Focus after Problem was such a huge hit and it just wasn't as good but like ungodly injustices that this was not released as a single it is the club anthem sauced up it is just a good party anthem in the vein of like two on by tinashe you know it's not extra but it's sloppy if you have come to a party at my house you have heard this song if you have not had the pleasure of coming to a party at my house and or hearing this song here it is driving um, my choice from this era, which is not even from Fifth Har- Fifth Harmony, the album, which I do think has some good jams besides sauced up. Um, but i chose their incredible never been done before <laughs> <laughs> beautiful talented beautiful, talented um the international implications that that has the power that that has <laughs> whatever the song is can you see it is from the wish wait what is it called <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> i think it's the star it's called the, the star, star. <laughs> oh my god it okay. is from some shitty from- dreamworks animated christmas movie that is like fully christian it's about the three wise men and like the star but they're all animals they're all animals kelly and clarkson these- voiced a character in it it's like a whole weird moment No, I've not seen this movie. I have not seen this movie. You have not seen this movie. (laughs) No one has seen this movie. It does not matter because this this song song is all that matters. (laughs) It's called (laughs) Can You See? Also, if we're talking about songs that Lauren Horegi goes off on. Lauren, Lauren, well. She goes so off on this. Well, Allie really goes off. Is it Allie? Okay, see. At the end, yeah. I I was going to say, is that Diana too? No, that's Allie. Okay. This era was all about them being like, oh hi, we have Allie. (laughs) (laughs) Allie, truly the most forgotten Fifth Harmony member. Easily the most forgotten Fifth Harmony member. Um, but we still We stand, we we love Yeah, we love. We Um, we are a household that loves all five members of Fifth Harmony. Um anyway, we built up this song so much. Here is Can You See from The Star. Classic (laughs) the Wish slash (laughs) the star. I think people are gonna remember this night. What happened here around this manger will be celebrated for thousands of years. now. Can you see? Tell me, can you see?
1: Can uh, you see?
0: great I, I-, I am. Still fucking get down to Can You See? The one that I picked as my last song is called Angel. And Angel is just like that song for me. It is the song that was like, we are mature adult R&B singers. We're going to have, like, they managed to wrangle Skrillex and Pooh Bear into producing a song for them who are like. I mean, managed to wrangle like their big stars by this point. Yeah, but like their album, their like label hated them. Your label literally was like hi Camila. here's all the good songs oh hi girls <laughs> angel is just it goes harder than any fifth harmony song went before in terms of being like dark and urban it was really what the, the kind of music that they wanted to create and release which is why i felt like it was necessary to include um it's just you know all of them really just you know clicked with it and I enjoy it a lot, so here's the thing. Wait till we're gonna be a bit because I'm trying to spend my life on the phone with you. Gotta keep it on 100 with The original me wouldn't fuck with you, and I was beginning to fuck with ya. Who said I was an angel? Who said I was an angel? I never really liked that one, honestly. But I do, I think. I respect it for all the reasons that you said. It's just, like, not my favorite. But you know what is one of my favorites? We're gonna wrap up this Deep Cuts breakdown with a deep, deep cut from before their first album. Right after X Factor. They released an EP called Better Together, including the title track Better Together. Which is great as an original song. Which is a great song, but not as good as the acoustic version from the Better Together Acoustic EP. So wait, let's talk about, they released four EPs with the same five songs. They released Better Together. They released Better Together Acoustic, which is acoustic versions of all the five songs. They released the Remix Out EP, which is remixes of all the five songs. Right. And then they released Juntos. Which is the Spanish version, or the Spanglish version. I think it's actually Spanish. Yeah, no, all, it's it's entirely in Spanish. So just all five songs re-recorded in Spanish. I wonder why they stopped doing that. I don't know. But anyway. Three of the girls in the group are, you know, Latinx and right. fluent Spanish speakers, so. Um, the best version of Better Together is definitely the acoustic. Here it is. Wind you down after all those... Hard Bob. sleep alone. I can I you Let's break down the fifth harmony members for everybody. I think everybody knows Camila, right? Okay. I think everybody knows Havana. Which, was, as you know, I love yeah, Havana. Will love, particularly With the Havana live person. Havana live recording, so good. She goes off at the end. Listen to Havana she, live. She really does go off at the end in the way that I... Honestly, we're going to put this on. We're going to put Havana live on. Yeah. Yeah. has obviously you know she I don't want to say was the Beyonce of the group because it's not a comparable situation because like Camila could never but, but she was the Beyonce well no she wasn't the Beyonce she was the one that left the she was the one to leave the group on her own first and she has really turned it into a really successful honestly more successful than Fifth Harmony ever was as a girl group well that's why I say like there's no question that she's like, you know, not that she is Beyonce, but if, if one of the girls was Beyonce, it's no question who it is. I love Camila. Camila was never my favorite in Fifth Harmony. What? I recognized the necessity of Camila. I think it's worth noting, honestly, like, if you showed a random person a Fifth Harmony video, they will react negatively to Camila. She what? has this strange, like, unlikability factor. Like, when you see her, like, sit... Or at least had... I think she's better now but like the way that she danced and especially the way like she contorted her face while singing in the videos. (laughs) And I think that there are a lot of people that didn't love the fact that Camila was genius did a piece where it was like right after Camila left and it was like what will Fifth Harmony sound like without Camila and they did a breakdown. Camila sang over 50% of the first album and like 40 something percent of the second album so like there were a lot of people in the fandom and outside of the fandom who weren't into Camila because like in the fandom they were like why are the other girls getting a turn and outside of the fandom they were like this girl is really kind of annoying her voice is very distinctive but but it worked on her own yeah and she I think was able to tone it down when she needed to and I didn't think it would we didn't think it would because we were like the only reason Camila worked was because the other girls like normalized the way she sounded mm-hmm. and her like weird, annoying qualities. And it was a rough go at first. I well, mean, right. we she got, released we those got early Crying situations. in the Club. We got uh OMG, which is kind of low-key a banger, but like also oh, trash. I, hate OMG. <laughs> I still like crying in the club. But it's so, she's we just got. So I have extra. questions. The right word for her is extra. Like, faces she make her extra. The dance move, when she does the dance moves, it looks so, so extra. So she had an entire album, basically, that she scrapped. Right, I was just gonna. And the album that was released to the public was named Camila. The album that was scrapped was titled, I don't know if you remember this, The Hurting, The Loving, The Healing. How much of like a uh, like train wreck will it be like <laughs> Camila is clearly making a name for herself she's got i mean senorita right now was right? one of the songs that challenged i mean we just Old said town she, road she has eight or four she has no. four vma nominations i think okay. like the second most successful girl out of fifth harmony as a solo artist is normani i agree with that because um, Normani has had two massively successful collaborations. First being Love Lies off of the Love Simon soundtrack. With and second, which are like, everyone forgets that that was from Love Simon. That song was that. honestly more successful than the movie was. That was pretty, that's a successful movie. But yeah. I love that song. Yeah. I don't... Well, go on. Will is incorrect in his next statement, which is her second collaboration, which was more successful, was Dancing with a Stranger with Sam Smith. I think I talked about it in the last episode. It is a full chill banger. Will does not like it. I'm still working on him on that one. But, like, I just, like, I don't know. And then she also, Normani has been racking up collaborations, though. So pretty much every, Normani has not released a song that is just her voice. But every song she's put out has been a collaboration. She has a collab with Kehlani and Jesse Reyes, um, which is a remix of Jesse Reyes' song Body Count, which the remix is amazing. Honestly, mainly because of Kehlani's iconic verse, where she says, I dodged dick for some pussy. Kelani, like her middle name is Carrie. Yeah. Like, I feel like <laughs> remember what were the two albums like Cardi, the song with Kalani uh-huh. was uh, the best one. Yeah. And then Ah, uh, like, the Haley Keoko album. Yeah. What I need. Like she like the Kalani features are gonna be the bang, the like yeah. best tracks um, of your album. And then Normani also had another one that I um Also, like, Normani be getting hugs from Beyonce on red carpets, right? Like, people love Normani. She was always the most underrated overall member of Fifth Harmony, partially because of anti-blackness and also just because, like, people didn't recognize the fact that she was the dancer of the group, like, the only one, really, that could dance, out of all five of them. 100%. She had the largest, has the largest range. She can hit all the low notes and the whistle notes out of the group. Like, I didn't realize that. See, to me, she has the worst voice, even including Allie. Well, Allie doesn't have a bad voice. Allie is, Allie's voice is just kind of shrill at times. I don't even think it's... Sh- I think she's just the least distinctive to listen Let's move on to our true favorite, Lauren. Mostly because of her voice. Also because she's the queer one also just because she's She's gorgeous she's gorgeous she's so i love i part of why i love lauren is because i love how she uses her platform because she's very political she's very outspoken follow her on insta and watch her stories follow her on twitter and she goes in she goes in on everyone and everything she is the little socialist queen that we needed Part of the reason I think she's my favorite is she just has this cool factor. She has like an X factor coolness of like, not just because she's the hottest, which I think are like she's arguably the prettiest one. I think different people have different opinions about that. But she just has this, like, sort of, like, vibe. Like, she has this... She's the stoner girl of the group. She's definitely the stoner girl. She's the hipster girl, Yeah, she's the hipster girl. She's the relatable one. She's the one that loves, like, Lana Del Rey and, like, the 1970s. And I think her music, to pivot to that, is going to be the most different from the Mm -hmm. other... The most different from Fifth Harmony and the most different from the other. Well, and it already has been. It already has been. Like, she came out with her debut solo single being expectations which is like a sultry it is one of the sexiest songs she has a lot of sexy songs yeah our both of our favorites is more than that yeah which is so good and will definitely be stronger on the playlist be to to well, uh, yeah her song with Palsy is really good. The song with Marian Hill is really good. The song with Steve Aoki is really good. Yep. Um, no, everything she's put out is good. I like. I worry that it's taking her so long. I feel like she's gonna be like a niche. Like she's never gonna be the m- the most successful one. Well, that's Camila. But even besides Camila, I feel like. She's I mean, like, it's Normani and Camila, and then the other three are just running the race. Yeah. Which I. I'm glad they're all running the race. Right. Like, we want all five of them to succeed. Mm -hmm. Um, So that leaves two girls. Um, Let's Let's talk about Allie next. uh, Oh, I was going to say. Let's not end on Allie. Okay, we can't end on Allie. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. Allie. So Allie, like. Where do we begin? Allie has had some interesting career choices post Fifth Harmony. She has written and released a book. She has performed on such shows as the Kids' Choice Awards and the All oh, oh, That Oh my reboot. god. That was unforgettable. Her Kids' Choice Awards. <laughs> and, and, like, was... and well, and just the crowd was like, what do we do with this? Like, it yeah. was so sexual. And they, like, clearly had producers telling kids to look excited for her. And they were like, this is weird. Yeah. And like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, like, disaster. it's not that Ally, Ali is extremely talented. Allie's solo material has not been the strongest I will for say me, personally. I like, so she has a very boring, basic ballad called Perfect, which I actually think is really cute. Like, it's... It's cute. It's a self-love ballad, yeah. Um, I feel like her music is the most generic, which is, and I said earlier, her voice is also the most generic of the five. And I feel like that's what makes it basic, but she is doing like her sort of pop music one oh one like um yeah, she, she a did song a cute like... self-love ballad and then her sh- next like sh- big promo single was well low-key. her lead single really her lead low-key. single was low key which I do like it's sort of like a basic version of Vanna. Low key low key Another song called lips don't lie with a boogie with the hoodie i don't like that one and the acoustic version's cute she sounds really good at least she sounds good she always sounds she always sounds good like, like i really think she should have gone for the like Katy perry teenage dream era she could play she could pull up anything i think the issue with Allie is that she's kind of nothing like what is her vibe like we talk about lauren's the stoner girl like normani's the dancer um, yeah. they all have not, not even that it boils down to one word but like all the girls are known for something known for things I'd say except for Allie who's like the short one <laughs> question mark the oldest one they're all approximately the same age except for Allie who's like several years older than yeah me, which feels random but more what I'm trying to say is she doesn't have like a star she body. doesn't have an image she doesn't have a brand. She doesn't have a brand. But yeah. But I agree. Anyway, that's what Allie's been up to. And that leaves us with... Dinah. Whistle note queen, I guess. Dinah Jane. Yeah. So Dinah, like, I think, as I said earlier, objectively has the best voice out of Fifth Harmony. So it's funny. Dinah was actually supposed to not be in the group. Dinah was supposed to get through on the X Factor as a solo artist. Right. But she... then she forgot her words at one point. So then they picked another girl over her and then put her in Fifth Harmony. I think Dinah's sound is the si- most similar to Fifth Harmony. That's definitely true. I think Dinah is so the one far. that felt the most comfortable I mean has, like, with most of the songs. She has like five now. Mm. She got a few. Um, and Dinah has some bots. Bottled Up, which really is Work From Home 2.0, is like it literally references Work From Home. <laughs> from home but he stay up for me Knows it tonight yeah. it has Ty doll sign on it like it, it she, and she has said in interviews like it was kind of like the sequel to work from home smoking, baby. Yeah. i love bottled up it's generic it is very generic it's not that distinctive which is probably why it didn't get much traction on radio and things like that. But like Well and I mean, to be clear, none of these have except for Normani and Camila. Mm-hmm. Yes. Dinah also has a full banger retrograde, which is another generic like urban R and B pop song, but like is a full banger. The rest of her songs have been something. They have been released, they are on Spotify. I think if I think she could pull off some like some of the more ambitious like Ariana Grande type songs. She has the vocals for it. I will say one thing that I do love about Dinah is that like we really in pop music in particular do not see any representation really of broadly Asian artists and Polynesian artists and like I think it's great to see like a Tongan pop singer like She's so chill too. Like I feel like if they were all picking brand words, a la America's Next Top Model, like yeah. hers would be like "chill girl." Yeah, like she just seems fun. She's yeah, right. Like she, she and Lauren are definitely the ones that like I would want to hang out with. Yeah, for sure. Ali and Camila seem like they'd be a bit much. And Normani just seems like she's... Untouchable. Like I work hard. Like she the has grind to. never stops. Like the, that's, the, well, that's, that's, that's 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 I feel like the attitude. But that's the reality of being a black woman in pop music. Like, the grind can't stop. Well, I'm sure the grind doesn't stop for a lot of them. I right. just feel like that is her image as well. Yeah, like, she works fucking hard. She's gone on record saying she felt like she had to work ten times harder than everyone else in the group to even be noticed. And on that note, we have talked <laughs> about Fifth Harmony for, like, two hours now, so... I was gonna say, is there any wrap-up we want to say about Fifth Harmony? I mean... I think, like, I love it like for girl, girl, all of the girls. I think, like, something... You were talking about at your party, actually, or we were both talking about, um, is that I think people who are older than Fifth Harmony, like, they look down on these newer bands and girl groups like, oh, so silly, like, music for teens. But, like, for this younger generation, like, it's their Spice Girls. Like, you know, girl groups, they, you know, the big girl groups don't come around and like once a month but boy bands are always here there's always a boy band well five seconds of summer one direction i think boy bands came out and came back in they did but like but they're back in for sure and there's a lot of them girl groups there are not a lot of them at the moment like actively little mix who else is there true like little mix is the only active girl group really right now other than like blackpink Right. But well, K-pop, K-pop is its own. K-pop has like 7,000. Yeah. yeah. I also think that one thing about Fifth Harmony that is really distinctive and we haven't seen in a girl group since Destiny's Child is that all of them can sing.
1: Shout it, out to them. They're at amazing. At the beginning,
0: like, it could have gone any which way in terms of which one was going to be the breakout or if there was going to be a breakout. Mm-hmm. But, like, comparing, like, Fifth Harmony to the American girl groups... We had Beyonce was a clear lead singer. Yeah. The later iteration of Destiny's Child is that, oh my god, that was something we need to say in news. Did you see that? The rumor mill is swollen. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Eh. We'll see if it happens. Let's talk, yeah, let's <laughs> see if there's a real announcement. Yeah. Because um, there's always rumors. Yeah, but like, Beyonce was clearly the lead vocalist in DC, but like, Kelly and Michelle could sing. All five or six or whatever of the pussycat dolls could sing, right? Mm, absolutely. Nicole Scherzinger not. sang 98% of the first album, except for the like runs that Melody, Melody. had. <laughs> my queen, Melody. No, your queen was Jessica Sutta. <laughs> no, my queen was Kimberly. I thought your queen was Jessica Sutta. I thought you loved her. No. Oh. Who even? I mean, who are any of them? My queen was Nicole. <laughs> For those of you at home, Kimberly is the one who always did the leg thing. Like, she stuck her leg above her head. And they made her do it in every photo and video so that everyone would be like, oh, that's that one. Not the other blonde one. Not the other blonde one, which is Ashley. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But, like, Fifth Harmony, like, all of them could actually sing. Well, and they have the um, One Direction-esque, like... Origin um, story, yeah, of being from X, uh, being third place on the X Factor, being a manufactured girl group under the like helm of Simon Cowell. It's like they were really the like girl, the American girl answer, because Little Mix also had that same story, right? Except they won. That's probably why they're still together. Team. If you have not listened to Little Mix, we'll put a we'll let's put we'll like close one with we'll, Black Magic. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll throw that on the playlist. Yeah. Um, um, but on that note, this has been Bopcorn. Episode two. Episode two. Um. Don't forget to follow us on our social media accounts, Popcorn um, Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. And since Will fucked up the playlist last time, I will say <laughs> the playlist names. That, remember, we had to record it like three times <laughs> oh God, I because you name. kept not being able to say it right. Yeah. Um, well, we also hadn't decided what they were going to be. But then we decided, and then you messed it up two more times. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so uh, the playlist on Spotify, if you just search "Popcorn Episode 2, Fifth Harmony Deep Cuts, and Bobcorn, Episode 2, colon, uh, New Music Friday Recommendations, you will find all the songs that we listed uh, and said you should listen to in this episode. But that's all the time we have. So thanks for, listening. thanks for celebrating Leo season and indulging me on my birthday with most of my favorite girls. Um, you all are my favorite girls also for listening. So thank you. Don't forget to slide into our DMs if there's a song that we should be listening to. And, and we're done. Happy yeah. birthday to Justin. Bye. Yeah, we can oh, oh. Yeah.